everyone, here is our uh, bonus episode. Uh, we separated this from the spring preview because we didn't want a three-hour podcast sitting in your feed. Um, <laughs> and I mean, this can stand alone by itself. We don't really we don't cross over at all from what we were just talking about in the last one. So, yeah, if you want to hear our uh, sort of um, takes on college football expansion and us uh, get mad at each other and all of that fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, go go listen to the rest of this. <laughs> we, we just recorded it and we're now like exhausted. So <laughs> hope it was worth it. Go check or you already are checking it out. Cool. Here <laughs> yeah, you go. Enjoy. Tying this into uh, our next discussion. Um, it <laughs> <laughs> Success doesn't come without spending. Um, this, a lot of times like as sports fans, we look at college football and idealistically we say any team can win. Um, there's that infamous, now infamous like ESPN commercial from years ago that's like 130 teams, like who's in out of all these teams? And then of course like UCF gets shunned twice in a row even though they go undefeated. Like Cinderella stories are not, they are few and far between in college football. Like you got to spend money to get where you need to go. Um, and even then, as we very well know, even if you do make it all the way, it's not guaranteed. So the, these are the type of things that sort of, it's not like, uh, it's not super noteworthy because it's just kind of a continuation of heightened expectations, um, which is what we want to bring to a program. But to what we're transitioning into, there's been a lot of talk recently uh, because of the European Super League and soccer and stuff about uh, the future of college football, maybe people hypothesizing what a um, college football like Super League would look like, um, Oregon being kind of one of those borderline programs that if they're included on some lists, then somebody's mad that like a and or Nebraska isn't in our spot instead, or like, um, we're, we're, yeah, we were actually included a lot. It was pretty, cool. I was, I, I was mean, pleasantly surprised to see us included so much. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw, I saw multiple lists where it's like Oregon's on there and LSU isn't and Miami isn't or yeah. Florida state isn't. That was pretty crazy to me. I mean, uh, you know, I think we're an awesome program obviously, but in terms of history, you know, or just like, I mean, like LSU is like, you know, has one of the most like talent rich um, states in the country. Yeah. And, and a pipeline to it. Like, yeah, they hit on their recruit down. They hit on a couple recruiting cycles and make the best team of all time. Like, yeah, exactly. Their standards, um, it's just different standards relative to what you can do with your own recruiting down there in a local space. I mean, obviously, Oregon goes national now, and so now we can compete, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was just yeah it, i mean i was just like you said i saw a lot of those lists and it was pretty it was actually um you know pretty pleasantly surprising to see oregon uh kind of get that respect i mean it's partially i think a function of just you know if you're using that european model uh people are going to just say okay take two teams or uh you know three teams from every power five conference and uh i mean certainly you know 
it, it was a pretty clear evidence of the Oregon Washington debate in terms of, <laughs> you know, I, I think everyone said if you were picking two teams from Oregon or picking two from teams the from the Pac-12, everyone said USC and Oregon. And some people said UCLA. Uh, and then they'd say, you know, if they wanted a third and maybe they'd say Washington if they needed a, if they had a fourth or something. Yeah. But yeah, I but, mean, it, it's just different. It's, it's validating to seat yourself on that kind of list. Um, yeah, especially totally. after the, a down year. Totally. I mean, even though we won the conference, it's we don't have to tell you it was down year. It was below our expectations. So that was nice to see. I I want to say something real quick. If you are that type of person who has never been into soccer uh, whatsoever, I do not blame you. I was in your exact same position like oh, 10 years ago. I would see a soccer highlight on ESPN and I was like, oh yeah, soccer exists. Like, why do people t- pay attention to this again? It's so boring. Um, go watch some soccer and uh, watch it some more and watch it some more. And eventually you'll realize that, oh wow, there's a lot I'm missing in this. Uh, you can also learn a lot from soccer in, and especially the European model. I think that Americans kind of generally speaking, turn their nose up at like, oh, it's Europe, it's soccer, like I don't have to pay attention to it, whatever. Um, Let's just say if some of these ideals were implemented in American sports, you would like them a lot more. Um, Like in Europe, if you suck for a season in soccer, you don't get to play anymore in that league. You go down, you get relegated. Uh, It keeps it competitive and ensures that every year is hypothetically or like better than the last um because you get the tanking exactly no tanking that's that's the big one like you get teams from lower divisions who get pushed up on based on merit because they were good last season against their peers yes now you get to move up bad teams who couldn't compete with the big dogs sorry you get pushed back down i would love to see a promotion relegation system in college football i would love to see it in american sports it will never happen in either of them especially in professional sports because of the ownership structures, um, especially in college sports because, well, actually, I think it's more feasible in college sports, but I think it would be great for competition-wise, keeping the winners, like, keeping the programs that want to win in in the conversation to win. Um, yeah, In terms of totally. promotion relegation system because it's about consistency. If you have one bad season... Like in in European soccer, you get relegated. Like it is hard to make up the money to to get back up to the top tier, um, and so that you know it's a slippery slope sometimes. But it is extremely entertaining. Uh, it means that every game counts, which I'm sure you'll have something to say in a minute regarding college football. <laughs> um, but all right, enough about my pro rel rant. Um, no, but I, but I, I appreciate that, um, and I would I would second that. I mean, I'm not uh, probably quite as into it as you are, but I uh, I enjoyed you know some soccer here and there, and I think what I appreciate about it is, like you said, the same thing I appreciate about college football is that winning is um, you know rewarded. Like, yeah, I, the draft um, kind of system just really frustrates me. And, yeah. you know, and the tanking and just like, oh, like you, you know, like, I mean, it especially frustrates me, uh, like an example that Oregonians might be familiar with. 
So as you know, I'm I'm from Portland originally, a uh, big Trailblazers fan, moved down to New Orleans, right? So Portland, not a great history with top picks, right? <laughs> not at all. Uh, but but I, actually, you know, I mean, we're not going to get into it all, but a somewhat well-run or organization uh, yeah. in terms of our ability to develop people, um, you know, people have pretty positive perceptions of how we treat our players and stuff. We were a franchise um, that wants to win, and that's a heck of a lot more than you can say about a lot of NBA franchises, and especially like NFL franchises. Um, yeah, right. So, so I moved down to New Orleans, and it's like I, you know, it's I come in right as the end of the Anthony Davis thing happens, where they just squander. Yeah. Like eight years of, of the bet, one of the best players in, um, you know, to ever one of the best players to come out of college basketball in like the past 10 years. Yeah. Um, and it's just like you guys like just did a horrible job of this. Like you couldn't yeah. have done any worse. And then <laughs> what do you know? Like, oh, we, we completely biffed that one. Then it's just like, oh, Oh, here you go. Here's here's another player. Another generational like, talent. Yeah, another generational talent. Zion Williams falls into your la- Williamson falls into your lap, and you know here just just go ahead and waste the next the first six years of his career too. And, yeah, you know, and maybe maybe they'll turn it around or whatever. But they don't really, you know. It just was so frustrating to me because that you don't deserve that. You are, no, you, you just don't. had your chance. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you get guys like Tillman Fertitta and the American uh, ownership model who just go, like their bottom line is the actual bottom line on their like income statement. Like it's not, right. it's about putting butts in seats more than anything and establishing a brand and all that. All that's great, but they're doing it just to make money. They don't care if the team is actually good. I mean, he's publicly said stuff like that. He's say like he doesn't want to pay James Harden. He doesn't want to be right. competitive. That is the exact like that is freaking yeah. sacrilege man you should not be allowed to do this this is sports sports exactly they, yeah and you know uh, to yeah i mean just to put it in like our like you know the context of oregon it's like you know how how cool was it like when like that moment in 2018 when we play washington and we win and cave on thibodeau's there and then cave on thibodeau sees that and he's like that's where i want to go and we, you know, we get two wins in one day off of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. imagine if it's like, oh, oh, we won, but like, oh, yeah, now Washington gets cave on Thibodeau because they lost. Yeah. So yeah. to make it more fair, like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's absolutely like when you actually get down to like the essence of sport and competition and like what you know what a league should be. Um, the American professional model makes absolutely zero sense. I mean, yeah. the fact that you can even buy a team, like what? This is a team yeah. we're talking about. This is a group of players and, a, and coaches. Like, this is what should matter. And that's why I respect the European model so much. Um, and getting into it, into our specific discussion, right. how do we, being Charlie and Reed, uh, since we are the the czars of college football and we get to make these For decisions, the next half hour, yeah, right. How do we maximize what we have in the college football landscape into mm-hmm. not just 
a product that will be entertaining because yes, you have to put butts in seats and yes, you have to have eyes on screens, but how do you do it the right way? How do you do it the way that should, the way that it should be done? Um, how do you think it should be done, Reed? Well, yeah, I think at, you know, so I'm, I'm in the minority, um, <laughs> and I'm aware of this. Uh, I've got a few people in my corner, Josh Pate, uh, among them, oh our, our podcast hero. Um, I think college football should, you know, I, I think it needs to stay at a very exclusive postseason model. I think that the essence of this sport has always been the regular season. The postseason in the past wasn't even, it was voted on. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't, we didn't even prioritize uh, awarding a national championship because that wasn't what it was oriented towards. It was oriented towards making these regional matchups as important as possible and making the regular season as valuable as possible. And then making this wacky, interesting, unique, bowl season um just fun it, it, it was just it you know i mean like we had um ryan winter on our podcast and you know i think that uh he told this story about going to the rose bowl and people were coming from mm -hmm. uh europe or something and they were like so confused about <laughs> why do you even care this isn't for a this isn't for a championship why does this matter um uh, you know, you flew down here. Why did you do that? And I just love, I just love that people care about like the Rose Bowl for no reason other than it's the just, Rose Bowl, you know, to put a rose in your bio and like, uh, you know, just celebrate it. And it's the Rose Bowl and it's, you know, it's beautiful and you just get to say you're Rose Bowl champs and that's it. And, and you don't have to say you're in the playoff because, you know, we weren't one of the best teams in the country. And, I think that it's more special when that postseason that actually has a chance to win a national title is reserved for people who we actually believe have a real argument to be one of the best teams in the country. Like you should, you should have in my, my model of it is just, you should have to, in order to make that have a resume of your regular season where you can say we are we're not we are a top four team in the country we think we're the best team in the country and try to make that argument and if that's reasonable then i think you can get in but if you're just saying hey we're pretty good hey we're better than a, we're better than most of the teams we're a top 10 team it just doesn't cut it for me because that's not what the postseason is about. And I actually think it's not going to help the parity of the, of the sport that much because I don't think that those teams are going to stand much of a chance when it comes down to it to win three games. And if, if we expand to eight, to win three games in a row, I, upsets happen in college football, yes. But I'm UCF is never going to beat Clemson, then Ohio State, and then Alabama. Three weeks in the a row. Problem, the problem with that statement is 
they were never allowed in. So here's here's my issue with the past and current systems. Or yeah, okay, I'll right. start with the current, right? So we moved to four teams just so. Like the only reason we moved to four teams was because two was getting too argumentative, right? We we had debates about, you know, who the top two teams were, you know, so and so beats so and so in the SEC, and you end up with two lost LSU getting a national title. Right? I think we can all agree that Yes, that's an extreme example, but at the core of what sports is about, that is like, I mean, that that spits in the face of both your what you want and what I want is a two-loss well, well, team let's, winning the championship. Let's say this first of all. Okay, why did we move to why did we move to four, and why are we going to move to eight, and why will we honestly probably in ten years? be looking at like a 16 team okay no, I, first because of all of i think money. it'll be like it well yes become, it is money it, it, you know that's why it's going to happen but i mean you know just to kind of say like going back to our european example and contrasting it with an american with american sports i mean this this thing this machine is driven by money and getting the viewership and the fact that they know if they slap a playoff sticker on it and espn owns the playoff they are going to advertise the hell of it, hell yeah, out of exactly. it, and they're going to get viewers and they're going to make money off of that. But but that that's money that's is separate this... from that's separate from us having the argument about what's best for the sport. So let's at the I end of the day, that, I mean, you're right about saying that money is not just what drove these conversations; it's what drives everything in college football. It's pretty much what drives everything in America. Um, like if if we. You were talking about establishing parity earlier. A competition structure isn't going to establish parity. What establishes parity is money um, and how you determine distribution rights based off of postseason games. That's what's yeah. going to determine. I, I mean, that. that that's what's going to make parity happen. Um, is when like you know, distribution and stuff increases and whatsoever. But my problem with how college football works at this moment and how it worked before this moment was you could ex you could tell a undefeated team that they weren't the best now realistically speaking you can look at a team and you know use whatever metric you want to evaluate them like, you know, oh, they only have a roster full of two stars. They only, you know, they play in a group of five conference. They only play these teams on their schedule. You know, this is what we do every season at the end of the year is try to figure out who, how, who the good teams are based on who they, who we think they played. Um, mm -hmm. And usually at the end of the year, we end up with, like the same few teams that we expected to be there in the first place mixed in with like one random team who we always knew had a shot, but is, is the real like story of the season, you know, last year being like yeah. uh, Notre Dame. Um, yeah. So right. what I want from college football is I want a bona fide path to a playoff for a team. Now, even in an eight-team model that people have been discussing, which I, I like the most 
for selfish reasons because it would usually mean Oregon is in. Um, but, like, think of this, right? UCF goes 12-0 and Boise State goes 12-0 in an 18 playoff. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a group of five, one, the highest ranked group of five team getting an auto bid, uh, similarly to what we have now with the New Year's Six. Like, that's, that's not, we're, we're still sitting around having a similar discussion, you know? Last season when we had one loss Texas A&M that, and one that, loss Notre Dame, we were having the same discussion. It comes down to, you have to have, you have to give a team in the Power Five, I'm, I'm talking strictly Power Five here because of what I just mentioned, you have to give Power Five teams an explicit route to the playoff every season. Every season. Could you, under any circumstances this year, give Kansas a playoff berth? Say they beat the crap out of every Big 12 team. You would still, I mean, it would still seem like a fluke at the end of it, wouldn't it? Because we're, it's still Kansas. No, but they would get in. Yeah, they probably would get in. Okay, <laughs> say they barely win every game. They'd still get in. I don't know who's on Kansas' schedule, but I mean... Shoot, say they avoid Oklahoma in the power, regular season. If a Power 5 team goes undefeated, they get in right now. That is that is what is explicitly stated right now. Right now, though... That, that's the explicit path you're looking for for Power 5 teams, is that if they're undefeated, they get in. That's I, I really but believe we that's still conceivably, right like We still theoretically have this problem of five conferences and... No, no, but we don't. We don't. We, we don't know that yet. Ne- it's never happened yet. Yeah, people, it you say it will happen. never. You say that it until happen. it does, and then no, we're in a shitstorm. No, story. it won't. No, it won't happen. It will not happen. Five teams. A lot of not under- happens have happened in the BCS and playoff. But the, I'm not. But I'm not no, saying no, no. it's that. The, uh, I'm not saying it's that it's specific other, example necessarily. Something crazy is going thing. to happen that we will not have a solution to. No, 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 but no, no, no. no. With a fourteen playoff, cra- we we've already had problems with not, it. but not the four undefeated teams that or the five undefeated teams. Yes, that's, that's an extreme example. But theoretically, a situation could and has arisen where we have not enough spots for too many teams. So what's the solution? Give a team an but, explicit route. This is what you when, must do. When has to that happened, though? This last year. A&M and Notre Dame, we had the same discussion. Should it be A&M or Notre Dame? And because but, there is absolutely ze- like so such minimal crossover. Last year, there was zero crossover between conferences. Generally, we have so minimal crossover between conferences. And a lot of times, those games are kind of, you know, you can get a like courtesy yeah, loss it, at the beginning it, of the it, season if it's a non-conference it really, game. It didn't really matter because we knew... For me, it didn't matter to me because we knew that A&M was not the best team in the country. We knew that Notre Dame wasn't the best team in the country. So it didn't, yeah, so it didn't really matter. So shit, why are we even playing the games then? Why aren't we just voting on stuff? Well, I, well. Because you have to play games. You want, Cinderella stories are a good thing. We love it in college basketball when a 15 seed upsets a two. We love it when people, when teams make a deep run. 
but I love it in college basketball. I don't love it in college football. Like I, we've like, never seen it in college football because it doesn't get to happen because nobody ever gives the minnows a chance. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. We don't know that. Texas A&M, and UCF Alabama beat played. Auburn. UCF beat a one-loss SEC team in the Fiesta Bowl, and they and were undefeated. Auburn was Auburn was pretty good, but they did. I mean, first of all, when SEC teams play uh, group of five teams in bowl games, they just don't care, and it's pretty lame of them. But so that's the evidence that we're going to use for this. But but they didn't. But UCF didn't play the number the top team. It, Auburn was, not and we never the got best to see team. them do that. I, I mean, honestly, we never gave them. We never gave UCF a chance. Honestly, I think UCF should have been in a playoff. Personally, but I, w- but I'm also gonna say it's a. Th- we need to accept that they play essentially a different sport from the Power Five. So why not just it, break the entire Power Five away from the Group of Five? I mean, honestly, I think that that is a conceivable route like yet that would suffocate the group of five and they would pretty much like cease to exist in the current capacity they are now well i i mean i just think the group of five the the group of five to me has two routes okay and they're both of them those i mean right now they're the two routes that work and that's just how it has to go in terms of me and that's the TCU example and the Boise State example. TCU was a previous group of five team who was good enough for a long enough time that they got an invite when the Big 12 did conference realignment. Mm -hmm. So you can go that route. Boise State became king of the group of five. Boise State became king of it, and Boise State would have made made a playoff if I mean, could have made a playoff. I, I could they have though? The, yes. We yeah. saw a group Boise, of five team go undefeated and not make a playoff. What more can you do? But they were a lot. They were a way bigger brand than UCF was. See, now if, we're talking about brands and not merit. You should have to okay, play I, your way into these. But games. they don't play anyone. UCF didn't. Whose UCF fault is that? Not, we're, UCF, we're talking about. UCF How? To, they can't, you UCF, can't buy your way into the SEC, they, and even if you the, can, they, those, sure, they would have tried. Like, But those teams don't schedule as aggressively as they need to. That's the truth of the matter, is that they, they need to go to every Power 5. If they really want to be one of the big boys, they need to go to any Power 5 team in the country who is who's worth anything any team any ranked uh, I mean, we've already seen to- boise do start this. start at the top and boise won boise did yeah, it and yeah. boise won the they would games. win it every UCF year d- and that's and they got zero respect UCF still didn't no they did get respect but they boise just ended up losing no man they, they were <laughs> an they undefeated were all- boise state or an undefeated ucf is never making the playoff we've no, we've literally seen that's- this before we no, have twice in a row. True. We saw it two. UCF didn't lose a game for two years, and then got shunned from but, the playoff again. No, I'm. But I'm just including you, your win I'm, against your big boys, I'm, Auburn. I'm just telling you, boy. But it's it's a lot different to win at the end of the season than it is to win 
to start to launch off your ranking at the start of the so season. So what should mean more? But, but anyways, your wins at the end I'm, of the season or your wins at the beginning of the season? But based on Where's the your sanctity of the regular based, season if based the ones on the at the end are admittedly more important? But uh, but I'm saying the ones at the start are going to be more important for the projection of your ranking during a season like Boise State's were. And I'm saying that the end of the season, the bowl season that you're saying should matter, the reason that the UCF game didn't matter, the UCF win over Auburn didn't matter, was because of the playoff expansion. It's because they That's, weren't included in the playoff. But it also reduced the value of any other bowl games to the point where that's what created the opt-out problem was espn buying the playoff and then advertising the playoff on all of their college football shows in order to make it seem like that was the only thing to mat that matters to the point where people are opting out of i I agree with that bowls and and the types of things that build the types of wins that build programs that used to be at the core of the sport. So here's a question, though. If we go back to two, the only thing people are going to care about is still going to be the national title. No, that's I don't. I, that's I don't think that's true. You you don't think personally. players are going to opt out if we have two instead of four? That well, still leaves that. Did, e- if anything, they, that just leaves even more games that are irrelevant. They didn't before. Yeah, before we're not at before now. We can't go back to before. When players don't opt out. Now that they know opting out is a reason, a totally reasonable thing to do, then you're going to do it. I mean, nobody I, cares no, about I, the, like... No, I don't, I don't think that the opt-out problem is that. I don't, I think that it's about, I don't think, I think that you can recontain that problem. The issue is just how we frame the games that we're playing. And if we treat them as important, then I think the players will. Because players still play in all these other games that don't matter for the national championship race for their team. Yes, but think of it this way, right? If if your goal, right? Okay, so your stated goal is to make the regular season as important as possible, right? That, well, that's one of my goals, but yes. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah. Um, so if you want to make the regular season as important as possible, uh-huh. that I mean, yes, going back to two is one way to accomplish that. It just means you can't have any slip-ups. But really, like, the regular se- like, if you really want I- to make the regular season important... Stop playing games against cupcake opponents in your non-conference, first of all. Because um, I think, like, here's what I'm thinking about, right? The issue with the European Super League is that when you oversaturate all these big games against each other, then they're, like, not as cool, right? I don't think we have that problem in college football. We want to see, like, Oregon play SEC teams. We don't. We rarely get to see that. We've never gotten to play Alabama in a meaningful game, like out of all those great teams. We never got, I mean, <laughs> we, it's rare that we get a shot at like an actual big non-conference opponent. I mean, we just had the biggest game in the history, potentially biggest game in the history of Autzen Stadium canceled last season. Like if we want to protect the sanctity of, and 
uphold the sanctity of the regular season, we need to make the games themselves more meaningful. And the way you do that is not by playing against crap teams. It's about eliminating those games and replacing them with games that will produce more exciting games. That's how you make the regular season more important. And then, yes, you can. Then it's okay to afford a loss. Where at the end of the season, if you win your important games against your conference opponents, then you get into the playoff. That protects the sanctity of both your out-of-conference and in-conference games, especially in-conference, which, again, is what we want to protect. And it makes you... I want the out to. I want division, you know, I want a, I want a division type, a division race to be important. That's but not important I, in a lot in some conferences. But it dude, my thing is just let's just people just need to realize that it's important and treat it as important again, right? Like for like for me in 2019 after we lost to Arizona State it was still important to win the conference. Oh yeah, and to I totally agree. To the and this year it was still. But I mean, the difference between us and was, people around the country is when we win our conference, we get to go to the Rose Bowl. But a Sugar Bowl doesn't mean as much as a Rose Bowl. People aren't clamoring I mean, to like win. Like Clemson doesn't care about an ACC title; they care about the national title. Period. Same with Ohio State. They don't care about a Big Ten title. They care about the national title. In fact, it's so easy now for them to win a Big Ten title that they don't have... I mean, they <laughs> it's like a check bar, check, yeah, but like, checked box but like, every year. If the program who... Think about this. If the program who... Operate at such an elite level. I agree. Like, now, they if, if your program operates at such an elite level, you will be fine in this system. The only thing that'll happen is it'll be a little bit more difficult to win a national title at the end of the year, which you shouldn't have to worry about if your team is so good in the first place. But who deserves to have a chance to win a national title? Every team. Every team deserves to have a national title. But the to teams... play every team, sorry, every team deserves a shot at a national title. So we should have we should just do we should expand the March Madness bracket. We should just go one hundred. March Madness bracket. I'm talking about college football. I'm not. I'm not talking I, about college no, basketball. No, that's what I. And we're gonna no. We're gonna take. We're gonna take their system. We're gonna make it one twenty eight, and we're gonna start the season off. Why are you? College all, basketball is already fine. There's no nobody has team, problems with March Madness. No, it's already sixty eight. I'm saying in college. I'm saying in college football, every team gets a chance. But you're we comparing apples to oranges here. You're comparing the March Madness, which is the most successful like bracket tournament of all time, and comparing it to like a four team playoff. But why do we need? Why does every Teams deserve a chance if they actually have an argument that they're the best team. There's and only like three teams a year who can say that. That's so boring. Exactly. That is going to su- it is already cool. suffocating the sport. That is going to kill off the sport. That is terrible. We've seen Alabama win how many national titles now? It's getting old. Because why though? Because they're why really fucking they good. It? I'm not saying they because didn't deserve the best to win. Team. They. So go back to voting. 
if they deserve to win, how do we then know they're the best team? Why are we team? upset that they won? I'm not upset that they won. I'm just saying that getting more competition against them is a good thing. You want they, good teams to play more games against good teams. It was like after LSU won the title a couple of years ago, and you asked me why I wasn't an 18 playoff advocate anymore. I said, no, I still am. Do you not want to see this LSU team play another game? But, okay, first of all, I mean... If they're, if they're that good, they're going to win anyways. So what does it matter? But why it's should more games. they have to? They earned the right to not. Well, 10 years ago, by you earned it by winning teams. one postseason game. A few years before that, you, quote, by earned playing. it by getting votes from AP voters. <laughs> but, they, but they won games against a loaded schedule, and then they had to play the other teams that actually had an argument. That's exactly what I'm advocating for. But these who quote actually has an argument. Here's my who, deal, right? Who, Every year there are just as many. There are just as many teams no. that, like, in fact, there are more. So, like, who we have this discussion of, every year of oh, who's on yes. that like second tier that should be jumping up. Mm-hmm. So why not include all the like more of the not all more of those teams from the quote second tier. Because they're not, because they're on the second tier, and we already know that. So just why even play the games? We need the sport. Play, the sport is entropic. Like did, sport at its core has randomness. But I don't need a bunch of randomness. I want the team that holds up the trophy at the end to be the best team. The best team is the one that wins the right games. That is what the quote best team is and these teams if you just want to crown a champion based on like strength of schedule and advanced metrics like go ahead when does your argument ever end though at what point are there i mean at some point like you because eight is the absolute max for me you're just gonna keep saying if they can't why can't they just win another game I think, like well, that, no, there that, is a limit to argu- this. That argument can just be applied over and over again. I do not think you should have, like, college football players playing, like, 20-game seasons. That is but, terrible. But why? Right, right. But that, but you can't, if you're applying that argument as the reason that you move, need to move from 4 to 8 is just because... Well, LSU should be able to win another game. I mean, that's not that's not my argument, my core argument for doing it. That's my response for people who think that LSU winning in 2019 in dominant fashion, fashion is somehow like a like totally shuts down the 18 playoff argument. It doesn't. Well, I think it proves that people people like to scapegoat the rules as if they aren't being given a fair shot to make it. And my thing is, if you were performing on the level of the top teams, then you could make it. But a lot of the teams that complain are making errors within their own program that are what's actually preventing them. And, and that's why I'm a, that, like, that's why I'm proud to be an Oregon fan, is because we built the program from nothing by winning games and being a well-run program. And we didn't choke away 
natural advantages of recruiting grounds and all this stuff for decades because we were, you know, just bickering between donors and all this bullshit that prevents teams from succeeding. So, okay, so so hold on, hold on. You're bringing up donors. You can't have a successful program without donors in college football. Is that correct? Yeah, you, I mean. Is that the way it should be? That's the way, I mean, that's that like the way it should so, be? that's so essential to the sport, though. It is because we've made it that way. That's not necessarily, like, college but football like could said, theoretically, it, which is what we're doing is theorizing, college football could theoretically exist on some program of merit rather than spending money to have the best it stuff. It exists on merit for the most part. It does. It, it doesn't, the best though, because. win. Yeah, but. Think about how the best teams are created, right? This is what I'm talking about. Is but, it just becomes brand continuation? But, okay, but how? But how? But that is not going to happen just through like another team getting a playoff spot. If we reorganize like the distribution yeah, of the profits from TV contracts and like gave the Group of Five a larger chunk of the pie, or within a if we re if we restructured those things, I mean, I'm not talking about like I think groups that you have of a programs or conferences. To... I'm talking about programs specifically. Like the the classic example, right, is Northwestern. Oh well, inevitably you're going to get one year where you know Northwest wins their division in the Big Ten, pulls an upset against Ohio State in the conference title game, and then goes to a playoff in some theoretical eight team format where you get all the conference champions. Uh, I'm yeah. totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with that because guess what? Everybody's going to tune into a Cinderella game anyways. Who's to say they can't keep going? And, and they're going to see Northwestern get the brakes beat off of them by Alabama. I mean, we we just don't have you that You don't know that because they haven't played the game yet. But look at 2020 Alabama. 2020 is an extreme example in every sense. In 2020, the preseason champions were crowned, you know, in the preseason, and it worked out. I mean, the the teams we thought were, like, literally the only, like, big, shocking surprise of the 2020 season was Ohio State beating Clemson. Oh, wow. Like, the team we thought was third best beat the team who we thought was second best. Like, isn't that crazy? And then they get to go get demolished by Alabama. Like, look, in the end, if Alabama's that much better than everybody else, they're going to win no matter what. Like, I I don't really, like, here's my, okay, here's my whole thing. I don't really care about the Alabamas of the world as much as I do every other program combined. Like, all all the other, I mean, we're disregarding so many stories in college football just because we are hyper-focused on, like, who is going to win the title. Right, but that's the issue. Yeah, so if you have a format where, like, teams can win their way into being good, like, in their conference games, if they can win their way into the conversation. They can do that through the bowl system. If we have a healthy bowl system, that takes years and years to build up to. Imagine telling, I mean, shit, you want to be the guy to tell, like, the players on a deserving team that they can't go because their program hasn't built up enough bowl prestige yet. Those ki- ha- a lot of those kids are graduating and leaving the next year. UCF just didn't like it, it, all this is just comes back to people complaining about UCF. 
And it's just like they're not playing the same sport. They like, did I, play like, the same I'm sport sorry, against but Bama. It's I mean against Auburn. They played the same sport. That game is way overall. Like, I'm not so, okay. Dude, Overall, I yes, the group of five is that, a different right? level than the power five. Yes, the group of five is a totally different level than the power five on average. This is why, and this is why I brought it up earlier, a system of promotion relegation would be totally ideal for this system because then you weed out the programs that aren't doing their due diligence to make the sport better. And, I mean, you're, yeah, you're bumping I, up the teams that, like UCF that might actually care. But here's the thing. But that's is what I, you no, can't no, 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 tell wait, wait, the kids wait. on the UCF team that they can't be there because of anything. They won all their games. Those kids who put their hands in the dirt went out and won those football games. But why But why can't, like, you should have the same complaint about, like, the English League One team who wins. Like, wins what? Oh, they don't, they don't wins, win shit. Wins League One. Oh, they don't get a shot at the Prem? No, because they're not playing that They got to get up. That's fine. at least you have a system where you can conceivably move what, up. That's I'm also professional saying, sports if, if where most win, of the players stay with the team every season. It's not like college where really you care about it takes the, like fucking twenty five years to build a program, and we still haven't won a national title. But but tough. Uh, but I mean, tough shit. Like that's how it goes. Like I, I'm sorry. The tough shit. Every, this I, isn't like a participation or like a board where it's like. Okay, and every kid who plays college football gets to play for a national championship. No, but conceivably, like, I mean, you have you should be able but, to tell but, a team that they have a legitimate like, shot at winning a national but championship. But you're just every year. playing like the world's tiniest violin for fucking 2017 UCF. Do you think the Alabamas of the world will rule the sport forever? Do you think a? Do you think that will happen? And b? Do you think that's the way it should be? Do you not think there should be more parity in college football? Or at least a chance of more parity in college football? I think that there should be a chance of more parity in college football, sure. But, the, I mean... So going backwards just, isn't going to get us there. What do you mean? We, the BCS isn't going to get us there. We've already been through that. The BCS wasn't that... like it, it The was, BCS wasn't that bad. I will give you that. Yeah, but it wasn't Anything before the... like. Voting on the national champion isn't going to get us there. Assuming we know no, who the national I, champion is no, pre, in preseason I, every year isn't going to get us there. Why? I mean, look, like I said, like we all know why these things actually moved. Where they're they're motivated by money. That's why we moved yeah. to four, two, and then we moved to four, and we're probably going to move to eight. But why I wanted it to be, uh, why I think, why I think actually four is the right. I think four is the right number but we have to completely change the way that we cover the sport and not make it playoff focus. And we have to reemphasize that all these bowl games matter. Yeah, and I agree yes, with you. I'm, I'm on, but, let me make, make no mistake. I am on board for four. Theoretically, yeah. I could be talked into two under certain circumstances like you're talking about. Voting is out of the question. Why, but. Yeah, right. But why I, why I like four is because there have been years where I've looked at the number three team and said, maybe that actually might be the best team in college football. Yeah, and there's been, I mean, there might have been some I've looked at four, but I've I've never well, looked okay, at the fifth think team about this, and right? said, I think you're the best team actually. Think about this, right? In the first ever season of the college football playoff, 
a four seed won it. Right. Right? Every yeah. year we have a debate about who should be replacing the four seed. Do we not? Yeah. So conceivably, yeah, I mean, we could have a team who is as good as a four seed that wins the national title. Like both both these things have already happened. It is totally like conceivable to assume that those two problems would converge in the same year. And guess what? If even if they have already, we have no idea of we have no way of knowing. Yeah, but I think that those teams, my thing is just that those teams like made errors that I think are worthy of being left out of a college football playoff. I mean, I thought Ohio State was a team that had made errors worthy of being out of it in 2014, and then they won the whole damn thing. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. So where do you draw the line? I don't think... I. I don't think it would have been a great tragedy if Ohio State had been left out in 2014. No, it wouldn't have been a great tragedy. I mean, shit, we would have won a national title. <laughs> um, but I think they also, like, they in the end earned it. They earned their way back into it based on how they played. And I think that competition was really healthy between them uh, Baylor and TCU and the right decision was made. But here's my problem is we will never know if the right decision was made. We have no empirical way of knowing that. But that I but I'm kind of okay with that. I don't need to like know that I mean because it just doesn't even like it does if you look at like college basketball, like that system doesn't end up working out the right way either. You know, like well, what is quote the right way in your eyes? In my eyes, the right way is winning the most important games. Well, I just like I just I think it's tough to ever like the like the NBA is the only sport where regardless of like injury. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you would think this about soccer too. The NBA is the sport for me where I think as long as there's not any injuries. Usually, teams play a seven-game series, and you're going to find out who the best team is. Mm -hmm. And so I like—I mean, I like that about the NBA that at the end of the like end of the year, this team raises up the trophy, and I feel pretty confident usually that that's the best team. Like I said, unless there's some major injury in college football, I just think that's never. It's, it's never going to be able to happen quite like that because we can't have teams play seven times. You know, like yeah. there's just the limitation of the sport of football is that you can only play once a week tops. And if you're playing a, a, a t game for a title, you probably want to space it out even a little more than that. Yeah, so, I agree on all. I agree with all that. So I guess I'm just saying like, you know, I think we have to kind of accept that there is going to be some unknown in terms of like, will the bet, like, what if the best team gets upset in the first round? Like, that could happen. That could happen. Then too. shit, that, then that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would be great. But, that would yeah, be fun. Just, the upsets we, are fun. People love that. I'm not saying that just because, like, okay. People loving it is not like but my I best like argument it. for it. It's it's great because it means that a team we didn't expect to win won on the field. We determined it on the field, not by some voting, no, we, not we, by we, assuming we who is the best team. We are, but we already determine it on the field enough. 
That's what I'm saying. I like, don't oh, think we do. I don't think we do. We're ta- you no, just mentioned yourself. Team. You can only have uh, but I, we're no, talking no, no, one no, no, week but max saying, for college football. College football has I'm the least saying, amount of games played out of any it, major sport to determine but a, a champion. team hasn't been left out in fifth where they had an argument that they had the best resume. That's what I'm saying. Well, no. I mean, and if you, they you would never have right. like a team the, at four who could argue that they have the best resume. Ohio State right. couldn't argue that they had the best resume in 2014. Right. The only that, team no, with I, the best resume argument was like the top three. <laughs> that's how it right. is usually every season. And that's, that's, ex- that's exactly why I like four. And, and my thing is, if you, can, if you right. can't argue that you have the best resume then it's already been decided on the field. No, I think so, that... Enough for me. Enough for me. Because we just can't There's so play much the that goes into resume. And it, ruins the re- and it ruins how important the regular season is. Functionally, for me, is the big issue. Like, do you think that if we go to eight, there won't, like, be people showing up to games or something because they're, quote, not important? Like, I think I'm going to watch an Alabama-Georgia SEC championship game where it literally does not matter who wins. I mean, wouldn't that... Is that what we already have? No. No, we've yeah, never had pretty that. Pretty much. <laughs> no, it's literally never happened. I mean, didn't they meet in the SEC championship and then meet in the championship? No, no. No, because that year, that year Auburn had to make it. Uh, Auburn made it over Alabama. So what is your what what is your point here? I don't understand. My point is that we are going conference to be sitting there should be... on. We're going to be sitting there on conference championship weekend watching an SEC championship game that doesn't matter. I don't think that's necessarily true. I mean, again, you're taking a lot of steps ahead here. I think that in a lot of ways, like, it would, I think you could make an argument that no matter what, it would matter because not only would the winner of that game get an automatic bid into the college football playoff, but it's not a guarantee that the other one would like, I I don't understand how you're assuming that both teams are already guaranteed a spot because, because if both teams come in as top, if, I mean, if both teams come in ranked highly, I mean, it's going to happen. Pretty. You don't think there's a year where after a after a SEC title game, both teams in it are going to be ranked in the top eight? I, I never. No, I think that is likely to happen. But my that That's doesn't mean saying. that it's and irrelevant. That, I mean, both, shit. Under this te- thing, would you? Ra- <laughs> it means a great if, deal. What do you mean? No, like if both. If both teams, it it's. It means so much more if it's a sudden death game. Yeah, much more. I thought you wanted to put the emphasis team. on the regular season, not the conference title game. Were you defending well, the sanctity of the conference title it's game? It's part now? of it. It's part. You're of not it. telling me that if like Alabama and Georgia lined up against each other, knowing that they would both make the playoff, that they just somehow wouldn't care. Like, 
you would be fighting probably for like home field advantage happen, in a but it would suck you're fighting for seeding which is going to be fucking huge in a sport that's so damn top heavy i mean seeding is going to be everything in this like but it would you suck <laughs> in comparison to knowing that georgia or alabama has to win to stay to go on in most other conferences that's the so way it would be more. anyways if Alabama lost, okay, okay. If Alabama lost if to Florida we somehow in the conference title last season, what? Yeah. Are they? <laughs> is Alabama season's over? If Ohio uh, State well, like loses a random game and doesn't even win their conference, is their well, season over? Alabama's wasn't over last season. No, Ohio State's wasn't over when they lost early in the season in 2014. They won the national title. <laughs> Do I, but I don't even know what that like. What what is the point of that? I don't. The okay, point is that, that like in your yes, in your was, and that was fine. very specific hypothetical situation, like what I don't are Alabama and Georgia just like gonna play backups or something in this SEC championship game? They, like what is the? I don't know what they're gonna do, but it won't have anywhere near the level of intrigue of. Of one team actually having a chance to make the playoff and and needing to win the game to make it. I disagree. I think both sets of fans will still watch the game. I think all the well, neutrals yes, who would watch the game are still going to watch the game. Watch. We're going to watch, but it won't uh, all be invested watch in any it. college football game. But it's yeah, you it still won't, want to win level. that game, like no matter what. Like the SEC championship will yeah, always be I mean, relevant. Yeah, whoever's playing in it, win what, but it's no, but it's like look at the look at the. Will it mean marginally less if it's look, pre somehow predetermined less. that look both teams are already in it? In college what basketball. if what if both teams are Who undefeated and one team loses that game by fifty? Then it's relevant. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah so you gotta show 50, up and play your best game if to one win. One team loses by fifty; it's relevant. Is it not gonna? Is seeding not gonna be relevant in this tournament? Oh, well, seeding is gonna be everything. Seeding is gonna mean, mean a Texas, heck of a lot when it comes down to it. Texas A and M basically lost by fifty to Alabama last season, and people are still crying that they, they did not basically they lose fifty. They they put up like a you know. I'm not gonna they say they didn't get blown four out. Touchdowns. But it w- they got they got Notre Dame. Okay, here's a better example. Notre Dame got field. plastered by Clemson in the freaking ACC title game, and they still got in. Like, what is your point here? That yeah, they shouldn't that have was, been in. That was a bummer, but like, should Notre Dame have not Clemson been in last year? Should Texas in. A&M like? I still think both of those teams still like deserved a shot to like go for it, you know. But I don't. I just don't think when has the fifth team deserved a shot to go for it. You could conceivably argue in 2014, in the first year that we were talking about. Not like again because they weren't allowed in. We don't know. But <laughs> you can still say that about whoever. No, I can't say that about Ohio State because they ended up winning you're gonna it. Say, but you're going to say that with there's eight people, you're going to say the ninth team deserved to get in. 
If there's 16, no, because you have a guaranteed way that you could have gotten in. Again, like not a ton is going to change with this. Do have a guaranteed way? Yeah, but it's it's more narrowly construed, and as we've seen, it's more more subject to our preseason conceptions of a team than anything else. The point is that it's narrow, though. It's supposed to be difficult, so that it means something when you do make it. It will still mean something when you make it in eight. It, it definitely won't mean will. As much, though. It won't mean as much. I think it'll Not mean pretty much the same. It'll mean you are it in the postseason with a chance to win the national mean, title. It's no because it won't mean we, half as much because there's twice as many teams. Like you're not going to care about the game. It will, you're not going to care about you your team win less now that three. You have to win three. It, it's going to be so. It's going to be a lot harder for Oregon to win a national championship in eight. It's gonna, you can say that about literally right now, every team. That is four. true about every team. It should be hard to win the national title. But but no. But it'll be harder for like good teams to win it. It should be hard for good teams to oh win it. Oh my god. <laughs> it should so be hard for bad. anyone to win it. <laughs> but when like when the twenty ten like the twenty ten Oregon team, after all they went through, yeah. they have to play three more top eight teams. Why the fuck should they have to do that? Against teams that so you're saying didn't the one year like on a, the field. Teams that didn't play well the entire regular season, they play or they, they, a team they that doesn't play, play well, and they they, don't who play. do you think is going to be in this play? Like, who do you think is going to win these conferences, man? Like, there's been bad teams that have won Power Five conferences, team or not good teams. That agree, have won not teams with an argument that they're one of the best teams, and they get to take a ticket and go to the playoff with teams like, like 2010 Oregon, who goes undefeated. Like they just like that. That year, 2010 is a is a perfectly functioning system. Oregon and Auburn should have had to play no one else after the season that they went to. They deserved to pl- they deserved the matchup between the two of them. Uh, do you, do you, don't you understand that a little bit? Like no, like, I do. I mean, I think Alabama like and Clemson another... in 2015 is what should have happened. But guess what? We added a layer to it, and it was still just as great of a game at the end. Like. I, I don't. Yeah, but you add. Yeah, but you can add too much at a certain point. Look, if two teams are like that four, good, then it's not going like to matter. Four, but but four is so simple. Like four, you get in and you're two games away. Like it uh, for me, it feels a lot different when you're you have to win three straight games against top eight teams. That's so hard to do in college football. I agree, and it should be hard. No, because you earn it during the like what you do during the regular season is hard too, and you have to. And after all of that, earning, playing consistently week in week out, like the season right now works so well because teams have a reasonable schedule that they just have to play through consistently at a high level, and they have a great like. If they play, it's it's beautiful that the system works where when teams play to the best of their ability, they have a great chance of getting a shot to make the playoff. So, and, let, and me, let me ask you this in, question. They have a great chance to make the national title. They have a great chance to win the national title. So, let me ask you this. In 2014, 
the Ducks lose to Arizona early in the season. Am I wrong? Yeah, that is correct. Um, So, at the end of 2014, who would the top two teams have been in that year? That yeah, that would have been uh, Alabama, uh, Alabama, and Florida State. Exactly. So you're telling that Oregon team, who was devastated by injuries and had one slip up against Arizona, that they would have been out completely. I think that it, but I mean, you could have said we could say we could be saying the same thing about the Baylor and TCU from that season. We just don't know because they weren't big enough to be allowed in. That's why I think four is a a good number because I think that we've seen a lot of times where it's clear that there are three teams that have a three or four. But okay, you have you have to detach yourself from this kind of what. How do we know that? Because it confirmed our expectations from the preseason. But, no, just looking at like rules of their of how they like like because of I mean, quote I how could, they play against their opponents when they make, all play different yes, opponents could, every year, could, every week, and each opponent but, plays differently too every week. I think one of the stupidest things we do in this sport list. is comparing how one team played against like a well, common there's opponent. There's no other way to do it. There's a So we should have a way to do it, don't you? There's think? 128 teams in a sport or 130 in a sport where you can play 15 games a year. Yeah. There's no So there's no way to do it. That and that's what's fun is the debate and considering the stuff and it's usually not as hard as people think to determine whether a team has a real case. Like we think I that make, because we look at the I same because we check rules. the top twenty five every week and see the same names over and over again. AP voters at this point are just phoning they, it in every week. They don't even watch all. They don't even pretend to watch Pac twelve games. They have to get their rankings in before they're even done. But usually, after all of that chaos and frustration, we get a result where that confirms our bias. Yes. Earn, no, it doesn't confirm. Who, we don't know if it does or not because we because haven't had of, all the conference champions playing. Because of bias, because of bias, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State made the playoff because of bias. Is that a direct quote? Is, is no, that's your. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not. It doesn't. I'm it's saying that we don't know. They're the, they're the better teams. They earn it. That it's not confirming the bias. There's, it's not like usually. It's easy. It's really easy to think one like certain teams deserve certain spots. Every single time a team has been left out, I can pull. I can point to something on their resume where I say a championship caliber team shouldn't have done this. You could say that about a lot of teams that have won national titles. Yeah, but I'm but, under your but that's the system. point. That's the point. What, what is I what? Care, <laughs> what I care more about is that it's exclusive. That the regular season maintains this thing where where there's a very you narrow have to path detach yourself from this you idea that exclusivity to guarantee is, that you get a shot. You don't get a guarantee for playing pretty well. 
And you have to be even when some teams make. do play very well and have one slip up all season, even like championship teams have done in the past. Other schools, just because of their name or recruiting, or because we don't think they're good enough, don't get a fair shot because of what well, we think, not because of what they have done or haven't done. Well, because of scheduling. No, it, this is your argument for not including UCF, is it not? It's because of scheduling. Yeah, it's because they didn't play well. You are, here. They didn't play well? They won every UCF, game. They went to double overtime with Memphis. Okay. Why are they doing that? They won that? the game. They beat East Carol. They are. They beat SMU. Oh, guys! Guess we shouldn't be happy after South this overtime Florida. win because we didn't play well South enough Florida during the game. What is their big win? What is their win? They. I don't. How is that their fault? A, what? They can only play. The players can only play against the guys in front of them. And and my point is that I don't think they probably covered a single spread that Alabama would have had against any opponent. All season. Oh, so now we're have. judging ch- champions based on spreads. The, if and expectations. You, Spre- that's what a spread is, is an expectation. Not so the reality of what you, is happening. If you, if you go two, into... The, I mean, ideally, we would go into every season not having a fucking ranking whatsoever. I mean, the ranking that matters doesn't even come out until 10 weeks we in, as it should be. have one. Of course we're going to have one because Why? no one wants to watch unranked Oregon versus Ohio State. So for ratings. To trying to... Yeah, of course, because that's what yeah, all of so it is. Cool. But back to UCF, okay? Back to UCF. Do you really think UCF has can just complain endlessly because when they play two, the only two ranked games they play, they went to double OT and won by a touchdown. That is, they're not that good. They're not that good. Again, at you all. are you are determining. You are using your criteria in that example is rankings and prox rankings and like closeness something. of wins. Rankings mean something. Do they though? Do yes. should they? Should they? Yes. Why? Yes, because not every team you play is the exact same. We so have to rank our ranking to understand how difficult. The win is not <laughs> rankings are probably the, the most flawed huge... like method that goes on. But how else do you do it? You can't you let them play it the out. Team. You let them play it out. Slap a number that, next but, to their name if you want to on TV. I don't care. UC, UCF in 2017 played all of these games in the regular season and they couldn't have a single impressive win. You're, you're, again, you're, you're basing their merit of being able to no, play I'm, for a championship based on impressiveness and perception, not impre- W's. Yes, I'm W's are what matter. The 12 and 0 is who? what should matter. It doesn't matter. Who? That's not their it doesn't fault. doesn't matter who you play. What do you want them to do? Okay. Lose? <laughs> like, gee, if I'm UCF, a UCF player, damn, my bad for like not yeah, my, losing a game my, and confirming my, your expectations. My recess football team in third grade went undefeated. Why didn't I get a chance to play in the national title game? Like, because it matters who football. you play. They're not playing the same caliber of teams, and they're not 
beating I'm not the arguing teams that, that they, they are. I'm just saying that our basis of what is good and what is not is not based on rational like methods. It's based no, on Charlie, Charlie, our expectations Charlie, of programs. Charlie. Read. No, this is... <laughs> There's an objective way to evaluate teams and wins. Oh, like the BCS did? <laughs> How'd that work out? You, you that was their whole decide. thing was to create an objective method for determining stuff. That's how we got screwed over in 2001. So there's no, okay, no, you're right. There's actually no way to determine whether Portland State is better than Ohio State than to have them play on the field. Portland State isn't a Power 5 program or a group of 5 Okay, program. sorry. Uh, let's go with um, <laughs> Navy. Navy and Alabama. There's no way to determine whether they're better against... Uh, Here's my argument. It doesn't matter if they're better. If they win a game, if they win the right games, that is what mattered. I think that a non... I think, you know, I, I think a two-star roster should have a shot at winning a national title. Because that would be a crazy fucking thing. When won't. When... When, okay. They won't. And when Leicester City pulled off, I hate to do this. When a, when the greatest like underdog story of all time, which is Leicester City, like gets told, they earned it based on results, not like oh we think this team is good, therefore like we should rank them higher each week. And they can do that, but that's not what we're doing in college football. It's and what we should be doing, but. We don't get to have Alabama. We don't have 20 teams that play each other twice in every season to determine who gets the most points. No, we don't. But guess what? Was Leicester the most talented team that season? No. Did they even have the best system of play that season? No. Did they get lucky on the way to a title? Yes. Luck is an okay thing. I don't know why you're trying to like suffocate luck like it's some sort of death that's like consuming our sport. No, luck is a good thing for the sport. To, I just want the games to matter. They will still matter. An 18 playoff is can. not destroying the regular season by any means. You just lose games that literally have no effect on the rest of your season. You can just lose a game and it's just like, oh, Nobody's going to be like trying to lose games. Nobody's going to be taking games off. Oh, just have to win enough games so that I win the division. Yeah, but like the no, highs and, because guess the what? Highs every year in an eighteen playoff, the top four changed. teams are probably going to win the first game every time because they'll be at home if this is how it works. So seeding is a huge part of that. But it, you still have to give these teams a chance. They have a they have a chance. No, they don't. Hawaii does not have a chance. UCF does not have are, a chance. Why don't they have a chance, Charlie? Because, because they of are things outside the players' control. Because things outside the players' control. You have to yeah, stop like, like infatuating like yourself with like the ability. best. If they, if someone with a smaller height and weight beats a bigger guy, we should celebrate that. We shouldn't go, oh, it's a fluke, it's lucky, you know, oh, whatever. Like, they're not really the better fighter. They just won that fight. Like, you, dude, you just. Treat yeah, it like that fight is what matters. You shouldn't be so focused on who the best team is, like we already know that somehow. We should be focused on winning the right games, winning the games that matter. You treat it like there's no way to determine whether 2017 UCF was better than 
whoever else for then it doesn't read read it doesn't matter Alabama read without playing on the field read it doesn't matter if they were better okay it what matters is the game itself that is played on the field and the entropy that comes with playing sports if you already but know how, is is Alabama not going right to be the best team play. coming into this season why don't we just put Alabama and Clemson in a national title we already we don't know that yet you're right. We don't. Oh, wow. We actually have to play games. We have to play actual football games to determine who's good and who's not. What a yeah, radical concept. A, right. And at a certain point, you understand that t- some teams are better than others without them having to play. And I'm them. saying right now, we don't understand that the fifth place team is better than the fourth place team. Will we realize, will we understand that in eight? Will we understand? Like the difference between eight and nine? No, but you can argue over those last two spots. All I'm concerned about is if you win your conference title, you're in. If you do what hit, what you have been given, why? Because you've done what you have been told you should do. That you have no won the important games. But you have but won teams, your important games. Power five, power five teams aren't getting left out if they win their conference. If they go undefeated, right now. That's what they have. How to many do. times that's... has Oregon gone undefeated? Uh, like I that's mean, a totally unreasonable Justin standard Clinton. to hold people to, to hold players to, to hold a program to, year in and year out. It's, no, it's a it's a. How many? We had a two-loss national champion for Christ's sake. One year. <laughs> One year. Yeah. Tell try try telling that to the guys who should have been in instead. Oh, don't worry. It was just that one year. Most of the time, like, you guys would be fine. <laughs> one year. Come on, man. Ah. Well, I mean, Oregon... Oh, God. You need They're to have still... a guaranteed system of entry. Guaranteed. You do. You do. No, you don't. Guaranteed. No, you Power don't. Power 5 team goes undefeated. Guaranteed. Goes undefeated. There that is a go. totally re- unreasonable expectation. That is a totally unreasonable standard. How many teams go undefeated every year? How many? Like like two. One or two. Yeah. So why don't we just Sometimes go back to two then? No. Because you need the entropy of having those good teams play against more good teams. We don't know if Baylor or TCU were, were good enough to win the national title. Theoretically, they could have been. But they didn't do enough to get a spot. In some committee's eyes. Tell that to AM last year. Dude, it's... Sorry, a and You lost one game. You didn't do enough. Shit. Yeah, you lost by 28. You did, They didn't do enough. Don't worry about mar- back 20. to margin of victory. Like, what they happens in an individual game? Like, and the margin worse, of victory And it was worse not... than 28. It was worse than 28. How is that bettering your point like because they lost to 28 to they like the best team in the country on, they didn't belong on the same field with the best team in the country what if they a&m won. had won that game what if the ball bounces they, their way a few times and they win that game then they have rightfully won a football game like you have to stop trying a, to then they would have earned a spot in the playoff but they didn't <laughs> okay so all <laughs> but guess what they still have just as much of an argument as the team that did make the college football playoff to be in it. They didn't, though. That's why they weren't chosen. <laughs> so, do you think Notre Dame should have been in over Texas A&M? Like, 
uh, personally, I between the two, yeah, I don't know because we never saw them play each other, <laughs> uh, and I don't really care. You didn't care. You didn't care that A and M didn't get a shot. This is no, the whole point is figuring it. out who deserves no. to be. We don't know if they deserved it or not, Reed. We know because they lost by twenty eight to Alabama. So if A and M gets in over Notre Dame, did Notre Dame not deserve it? Yes. So then we should just only let teams who haven't lost a single game into the playoff every year. So we should have just no, crowned Florida State no, champions in 2014. I mean, honestly, if it was my system, I would like, I would, I would say the how many teams should make the playoff is totally flexible. I would not totally even, I wouldn't even flexible. have a set. If it was just me, whoa, I, I would whoa, say whoa, hold on, hold on, flexible. Hold on. You just I'm went from BCS to totally flexible. I'm putting a level at the top tier of the sport. And if I really think I need to see the matchup between that team and the team I think is the best to determine it, then I would include them. I'm rolling with and the fluid playoff a little bit, not going to lie. I like it a hell of a lot more than two. Like, I mean, if that's like, that obviously will never happen. But that's what I would say. Like, last year I would have had three in. The I mean I don't know exactly how you'd work that but like last Just year round robin it I guess I would add use like if a team goes undefeated from the group of five like I probably would put them in even though I think your point is bullshit about like we can't do, everything's biased and subjective about like the strength of their wins but I mean it totally is like if you're counting margin of victory <laughs> as your like guiding principle as to like who's winning game matters. It, matters. it matters a little bit but really not that much what should matter more is just the w or the l that's what should matter no yes no that's yes that is insane what are you talking about you're telling me that the margin of victory should matter just as much as the it win or matter. loss itself no it shouldn't yeah it should matter it should matter a ton. No, it shouldn't. Dude, margin of victory should not matter. Oh, I think it... I That's no. what I love about... That's what I love about the sport. So if, so if Clemson... Okay, I okay. love that... So I if Clemson it, this year loses or wins like five games in overtime and they're still Clemson at the end of the season, are, are you going to like not want them in because they... Like... Well, your your job as a football team is not to beat the other team by as many points as possible. Your goal as a football team and the essence of the sport is to win. Period. That's it. You win however you can. If you kick a field goal and your defense is so good that you can just stop the game for the rest of the day, then you do that and you win. Points though. Not every time, dude. What the dude? margin of victory is like the most random fucking thing to base your entire playoff well, system off well, of. Well, you can't distill it down to just like that number. but You can. Like you can distill can it down to wins and losses. That's what we look at at the end no. of the season. I'm looking at the no, college football website right now, and on the playoff rankings, they have rank, team, and record, and that is all you get. You don't get any context about who that team was. You don't get any context about, oh, what was their preseason ranking. No context about their schedule. No context, context about margin of victory. Yeah, all context is bias. So win the games that matter, <laughs> and then you eliminate context. <laughs> the context that's that should a, matter is winning the right a, games. That's a great quote. All context is biased. Is it not? 
in college football. <laughs> All our perceptions, everything we know about these programs is a bias in itself. I don't think it is at all. It totally is. What do you mean? I mean anything I... that re okay, here's a question. <laughs> do you think that anything that happens oh, before this season should have a determining factor they, in who's in the playoff at the end of it? They the game went to overtime. Biased. Biased. That's biased. I mean, if you're looking at more than wins and losses, like yeah, that's a fact that it happened, but you shouldn't like include it's a team biased. or not based on like whether or not they slipped up. Like based on how they played the game. Yes, you should. No, all that matters is how you win the game. Not how you play no. the game. If it Alabama goes out play. and like Oh, it absolutely matters how you play the game. If you lose 12 heartbreakers in a season, nobody's still giving you a playoff because you like should have won all those games. But what about like like Oregon in 2014 and Florida State? Uh like I don't know. Like the, I think that's like a pretty Oregon good example of how to... I think that's a pretty good example of how like a final score can become very very non-indicative of like the competitive nature what? like competitive level of the game. That was what? a very comp- dude they had five fucking turnovers in the second half. Oh my this We're talking about a game in which a man threw the, the ball backwards. It was competitive for a bit, but I mean, was Oregon the better team? Yes, because will. they won the like they won the game. Whether or not we're the better, better team, team shouldn't matter. What should matter is that we won. <laughs> were we the better team when we lost to Arizona? Yeah, sure we were. But guess what? Doesn't matter. But the real they still but, won, and we no, lost. It does. It does matter. It does matter. It shouldn't. It should. Yes, it should. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> It'll I show can't. it. It'll show for itself in the record. No, it doesn't. That's why you need the context. No, it it does. Look, man. If fucking I mean, like, the, let's be re- let's wrong. be the, honest the here. The record matters, but but like the con like the Auburn game last in twenty nineteen, the context matters to that. Like we lost, but didn't. Context matters for both teams. But we lost. You don't walk away from the game saying, oh, we lost, but it's fine. We'll, you know, we looked good in the first half. Like, we'll still have a shot. Like, no, you lost. You should feel bad, period, the end. No, no. Auburn should not, Auburn should not not say, Auburn should not feel, Auburn should not feel bad about winning a game. You should never feel bad about winning a game. I'm not trying to shame anyone for winning games. You are. You're trying to say that they mean no. less when they're at smaller margins of victory. That's I'm, exactly I what mean, you're I'm saying. saying they, I, I, they shouldn't feel shame, but yeah, they mean less. Yes, they do. So but, you should feel ashamed if you win by less than you, quote, should. No, you feel proud. You just if, if you win by seven against a mediocre team, you should feel a little less proud than if you win by 30. You still won. If, you are still if happy. Oregon plays Portland State, and we win by three, or we Fuck. win by <laughs> seventy. We shouldn't feel any shame in winning by three. Well, okay. It what depends is what kind of playoff system you have, because <laughs> if you. <laughs> 
<laughs> because if you win by three in the current playoff system, then they're probably going to write you off. But the way it should be is that if you still win all your games, you should have a shot at winning the, all the games. The games if we matter. won all the if we won all the games, you probably would still get in. But if you win by three, you should probably be dropped. What if we won every game by three? What if we won every game by one? If Alabama wins every game next year by one point, even against the shit teams, should they still be in? Yes. Should they? Yes. But they could have lost every game. They barely had a chance. You know, or they they barely pulled out a slim win against all these teams. It means less as a win. But Dude, these things. Sh- this is what the whole debate is about. Like, you, you... the debate sucks. You need a way to determine. No, you need a way for fun. teams to the play their fun. way in. If they want to play their way in, they can go back to the old wins and losses, and they can win every game. You should win the games that matter. You should win the games that win matter. Them, then. Sorry win for wanting the... more Cinderella stories. Win all the games football. and show up. I just don't Showing like, up, I, <laughs> like this is a double-edged sword. But every time you say that, you realize that, right? Like every every time you argue for like that margin of victory is important, you're also like saying that you're also decreasing the value overall value of the record. Yeah, I mean, I think that. You think that it should be 100% on record, 0% on margin of victory, and 0% on strength of schedule. And I think no. that it should be a little I think less that it shouldn't... Ex- I, when did I argue for record either? I mean, you should be like... You, you no, should wait, win you the said, games that matter. Think about this, right? We see something we see all the time in sports is a team start the season terribly and then heat up, and by the end of the season, they are one of the best teams in the country. We saw this last year with Georgia. Start of the season. Georgia. (laughs) Oh, get a grip. Get a grip. They didn't. That's a perfect example. I rather. I would have rather seen Georgia in than Notre Dame. Georgia should not have been in. They should. They were a better team than Notre Dame. You don't. How do you know that? Oh, wait, I don't know that because they haven't played the fucking game. That's why we should play these games instead of just talking about who would have won them. I mean, I no, I would rather have the debate about it, but I but oh you just God. said... I would, I'm advocating for more football and Reed is advocating for arguing. But Let it be known. You, Let it be known. You said you, said you knew Georgia was better and it, just, it was just a funny slip up in your... Did I slip uh, up or did I set you up? Pretty sure you slipped up. <laughs> okay, let's okay. talk about an option that, yeah, last last fucking part, because this has gone so far off the rails that I can't even... Um, a 16 yeah, playoff. Been really difficult during this time. A 16 playoff. Oh, you have two, don't worry. <laughs> a 16 playoff. The I think is probably is over, our... everybody. We're no <laughs> Yeah, we're friends. breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, why did you and Reed stop hanging out? Oh, he believes in the two-team playoff, and I believe that we need to expand. I believe I, believe I get to. Ch- I believe at the end of the conference title race every year, I should get to de- choose how many. 
I think we should Jeez. elect Reed as college football czar, and he will personally handpick which teams get in and which teams don't every season. Exactly. With with no accountability or established rules to I'd, anyone. I'd watch that on a Tuesday night. <laughs> um, okay, seriously though. Six? Vibing with it? Not vibing with Six. it? Okay, I mean, honestly, obviously we just have like a very core disagreement. One, I, I don't know if the I don't know if the disparity in how many games you play, that seems like kind of an extreme disadvantage to me. And like But I mean, that, think about the, like what if you do it in like early December, right? Yeah. Or like a like what what do we have right? We have a whole month right now between your conference championship and like the postseason for playoff teams. So, I mean, I'm sure you can fit a game smack dab in the middle of there and no one would really be like I guess I just think super pissed. I mean, like I think the Yeah, I don't know. Like last season, for instance, I know people like put out always put out like the graphics of like eight teams and like, oh I would watch all these games and I would too. It's not about that, but for me, but I just felt like all all I needed to see at the end of the conference title game games were I needed the final to see... score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone would want to watch the games. For me, I just need to see the final score. Um, I don't really like watching it, but um, the final score in my my Phil Steele uh, college football preview magazine. Then I know, <laughs> then I know who the best team is. Um, Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> uh, no, but I think. Um, I, I just needed to see Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama were the only three teams. Like, I've you know, those were the three that I was like, okay, I think any of these could be the best team. Let's see. And then I, I just thought it worked out well. So I was like, I was really happy with how the playoffs worked out last year. And I know everyone, like, a bunch of people disagree with the that. The playoffs but. sucked last year. It was so boring. <laughs> was so I boring. didn't think it was boring because I thought the teams were – Oh, I was really was interested so in all the matchups. I was like, I, I think people are. Yeah, I was people, interested until about people, like the dude, third people, quarter, and then it people just. People are ended. talking <laughs> out of their ass when they say they knew what was going to happen in college football last season, though. Like, so you, so you bro, enjoyed the entropy. I enjoyed, yeah, between the good between the teams, I thought deserved it after the season, dude. It's well, what not Reed, about, What if conceivably? Dude, I know about, this is hard to oh think my about. God. What oh if you were God. wrong about which teams deserve to be in it? Just just theoretically. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying conceivably. I is there a world even, where Reed is wrong about that who the top teams are every year? Like I couldn't even conceive of that possibility, actually. I think that we should just I, award no, all I future... Think, sorry, keep going. No, but I, so I mean... I think that there's a, I do think there's a difference between uh, there. I I think that you can like even if it's not perfect, like I at least can give like consistent reasons why I select teams that I think deserve it or teams that don't deserve it. But any my like, selection criteria would be games that are imaginary and don't exist yet. Okay. Anyways, Winners of those games. Anyways, my other point was just like, dude, so like 
I mean, I don't have the receipts, but I know someone listening right now put out like all the hot take tweets. Oh, Clemson's going to beat. Well, Clemson over Ohio State wasn't a hot take, but Ohio State won that. I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen in that game. And then people were like, plenty of people put out the hot take tweet. Oh, Ohio State's going to upset Alabama tonight. Book it. Da, da, da. It, that game was intriguing, and we'd never, we'd never yeah, seen could have Ohio State happened. play Alabama in a national title game before. It was not. Here's my issue: is that like we are we are viewing we are having this discussion in a very very like specific time in college football where there are three teams who have separated themselves over the last few years mm-hmm. from the rest by a wide margin conceivably yeah. right yeah or not conceive like they have um theoretically to us right they're on a different tier um like that That's is all biased but it is that's not always the case every like like that's not the case every college football year yeah, that no, who we think true. is good is no, who's the best. I mean, true. two years that's ago, totally Alabama true. was playing that's Michigan totally in the Citrus Bowl. That's, that's totally true. I agree with that completely. Like more so than I'm asking for an 18 playoff, more so than I'm asking for whatever fucking margin of victory thing we were arguing about. I'm asking for like people to cast aside their preconceived notions of all these teams before they play yeah. games. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. I will say that. Okay. I com- I absolutely completely agree with that. What I what I do disagree with you on is that within the vacuum of a single season, I think that I can create like a understanding of teams based on just the games that have occurred within that season and create a ranking of them. <sighs> Yeah, that is not perfect, but is representative of something, and I can argue for it and give reasons. Now, do I think that the committee who does that right now is suited for that job completely? No. Do I think there's no. a ton of biases within it, especially against West the West Coast and the Pac-12 product? Yes, there is absolutely. But is it possible? Is it? It's not a completely insane mission to me to look at all the games that occur, even in a sport that's crazy where there isn't that much overlap between conferences and you only get to see teams go out 13 times or something before the postseason. How about six? Yeah. (laughs) I still think that there's a way to try to rank these teams. And I think at the end of the day, it's kind of what has to happen. Oh, we're going to do it anyway. It's to be yeah. fun. And and it's yeah, and it's fun to do. I just don't think there's that much harm in it or it needs to be taken I mean, uh, as someone who has a podcast and has argued about it for the last 2 hours and writes about college football, it's ironic. <laughs> but I don't think it's something that needs to be taken that seriously. It's something that I do for fun that means a lot to me too, but like if it's not enjoyable, like it's I don't think of it as like, oh, these people are being robbed of this or that. I don't know. Like it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. And it is supposed to be about fun. the rankings. Yeah. 
something about the rankings process is fun to me. And arguing over who can get in at four is kind of fun to me. I, I, I have more fun agree. when I have I have more fun personally when that's a little more selective. And that's just how I feel. I don't know, like I like like a lot of fans would I'll give out another hot take if people don't like hate my opinion on this enough already. Like in twenty nineteen when we lost to Arizona State. I actually was like, this is, I, I mean, I hated, I hated that we lost, but I was like, it's good. These moments are what make you appreciate, what make me appreciate the highs of the sport when you do win those games because you know the importance of them. And it's, it, there's something kind of, it's kind of uh, whatever you call it, um, enjoying your own pain or whatever. Um but you know, there's something like when you when we lose to Arizona State, I like that I cared that much about the game and that the loss had that much of an impact on me, and I couldn't just mm-hmm. wipe it away and say, "Oh well, the playoffs still out there." Like it, you know, it's fun. It's not fun when you lose them, but it makes the experience fun when you feel the importance of that game and that Arizona State game wasn't just like, oh, God, my team didn't show up tonight. Like, we didn't look that good. Like, I feel after the Blazers lose or something. It was like, oh, there was a real loss tonight, a loss of a future opportunity that this group doesn't get back. With that one particular loss, that that sentiment works. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... So let's Did generalize you, it to the entire system. Yeah. Let's go. Like, I would just bring up, like, the 2014 loss to Arizona. Like, yeah. That, but, how, you know. Yeah, but for me, like, for me, there's different rules. But I guess with that loss, like, I felt like, I mean, at the time, we kind of thought that that was pretty big, a pretty big blow to us. We didn't really. Think I mean, we were that's just in. one of those where, like, you leave the stadium with your head down and feel like crap, and you don't really want to think about the future or the past or anything. You just want to, like, you know, yeah. do something else. But, I mean, but I would say that, I like, that it was it was also unique because the team earned it back, and it was still a big yeah. blow because it was still like so. Yeah, they did it earn still, it back. That's that's a good thing. It was still like the path was so narrow from then, like your hope of it happening wasn't that big. My issue is like people are going to chart this narrow path in college football already that they would need to make it to four, but the intrigue of them charting that path won't be as exciting because the margin for error will be so much greater. Think about this. Um, Like, think about this. Wait, can I say one other thing? Yeah. The, this is going to sound, people are probably going to disagree with this too because it's kind of what already happens. But like, I think, I like that at least conceivably Alabama can make, can miss a playoff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I totally and when we that. move to eight, I think you kind of lose that, you know? I mean, maybe they will, but like they're mm. real, like they're going to have to be pretty, like it's going to be have to be a down year, at least under Saban, you know, for them to miss a playoff at eight. 
at four, like they could miss a playoff. It's not like that crazy of an idea, you know, like Oklahoma, Oregon and Clemson are good and Georgia beats them. Like, it, you know, it had I mean, a I think that any happen, year, any year Alabama misses a four-team playoff, they would also miss an eight-team playoff. What did they? Which year did they miss? Did they miss in two years ago? Played Michigan in the Citrus Bowl. And were they top eight? No, they were like ten or twelve or something. Well, I mean, like think about it. If they're not playing in the SEC title game, then it's probably because they had like one loss against say say A&M makes the title game over them with like you know and Alabama has one loss like you would still want that team in the playoff like i'm i'm not saying just to exclude everyone who's not a conference champion like they're totally deserving teams that's why i want to open it up to more deserving yeah, no, teams they were and have a shot in the CFP yeah yeah like they weren't going to make it anyways I don't know. I think six is a logical step. Eight is still like, again, I I still think, I still think I like six more than eight. But I I just yeah, debated I eight for fi- two I hours. Could, so I whatever. could be fine with six, but I don't know. I don't really love the. Um, I could be fine with six because I think maybe there's a year like 2014 where. I would have liked to kind of see TCU Baylor. Like that year, yeah. in Reed's czar league, I might have been convinced six. I could have gone with three, but I might have, and just not even had Ohio State in there because that Virginia Tech loss is kind of bad. Like, um, But I probably would have gone Ohio State. And once I let Ohio State in, I kind of felt like you probably, I mean, those were pretty close. So, you, so I would have, I, you know, I think six sometimes I've seen. So I'd be interested, but I don't I, I don't really want to do auto bids if I do six. I mean... I, I don't think you really need to either. Maybe it could be auto bids if it's... I've seen the argument for non-auto bids, loss. and it makes sense. If you're, like, if you're a two-loss conference champion, and just make it so... If you're like really like you're a three loss, but again, that doesn't account for a team who like maybe you had injuries early in the season, and but once you have everyone back and you're red hot and rolling, like, and you are legitimately like a team that could beat one of the best teams. You get three just because you in the season though. What? Come on, man, dude. What? I mean, like, again, I don't think of. I hate to use That's Georgia last year as an example, but like, do that, but on a bigger use, scale. Love to use Georgia last on a bigger year. scale, well, stop, good. stop trying to throw my bias into it. The here's the thing: your context and everything that we love arguing about that'll still be around, like because you still have to argue the spots, because the spots in large part are like gonna have a big effect on. If wins, you don't have right? auto bids, though, or oh, if you even if you do, like you between the seeds. Yeah, so. exactly. Like that's where your like yeah, real kind of, importance comes in. Still, what if there is a year I, where no I, one I mean, team sticks okay, out as much better than all the rest, like two thousand seven? People won't agree with this. So like, I don't really want Oregon to make the playoff like every year. 
I would kind well, of agree with make, that, but the, here's the to, thing: I mean, is if, like I would, I would love for us to be like Alabama if we were really like the best and we made it every year. But I don't want us to like lose in the playoff every year, you know. I don't either, but at the same time, I mean, think about 2012 or two or 2011 for that matter, right? Yeah. Two missed field goals, and all of a sudden we are playing in like the Fiesta Bowl and uh, the whatever the hell else yeah. like i mean definitely we were definitely. legitimately we i think i believe that at the end of 2011 and at the end of 2012 both those teams were good enough that they could have competed for a national title yeah definitely uh stick around to watch if literally anyone is still listening to this i would be uh, very surprised <laughs> you should let you should it'll be really fun when we go to the 2011 2012 uh, that range of seasons. Oh yeah. Um, in our uh, history, uh, history series that we still series. don't have a name for. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Oh my god. Okay, you think we've beaten this dead? Yeah, I. Maybe. Yeah, I think we have. Um, it is almost midnight your time. Um, yeah. It is very late my time. Um. Let's just get out of here. There's no. Yeah, way. sounds good. If man. you've sti- if you have stuck toward like all the way through to the end of this podcast, like I don't know, man. You deserve a hug or something. Like honestly, yeah. I wish yeah, I could I wish give we... you some sort of reward. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't really think of anything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. If you, yeah. I don't yeah. know how you would prove that you have either without like skipping to the end. Yeah, whatever. Okay, let's let's get out of here. Yeah, sounds good. All right. No matter how many teams are in the playoff, go Ducks. Go Ducks.